welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bachelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman well i'll start off by saying that there's been a massive hiatus as if if there's people that actually listen to this podcast (laughs) Um, in like a, in sort of a sense of that you check in, I, we've been gone, so I'm sorry. Um, we've been gone and, uh, I wish I had a good reason other than me being like, I'm overwhelmed. Um, but I, I got overwhelmed with coming back to, to Cal, from California to New York. And, and so we're back this week and yet we're here without Derek and that's okay. He's sick. He doesn't want us to hear his raspy voice, but we're here tonight with Liz Lentz and I'm really excited because I actually met her in my journey back from California to New York. And if you don't know Liz, first of all, she was just a little goddess that showed up at a panel that I was speaking on, but Liz is a writer, the writer behind uh, Men Yell at Me on Substack. If you don't subscribe, you should. She also wrote two great books, um, I don't that I know of. Oh, she has a dog with her. Um, <laughs> very cute, very fluffy. Um, but Liz, yeah, Liz wrote Belabored. She wrote, what's the God book? God. What's it's it called? No God oh Land. God land. That's God it. land. I was like, God, yeah. there's another word. Anyways, God I'm, is, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> she wrote the book. I love God. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Liz is here tonight slash well we're here tonight in my world but if you're listening maybe it's this morning to morning it's too bad you know people say tonight and but they don't say to morning and i, I don't know i'd want to i want to know more about that maybe like what where did tonight come from like we're here tonight but like what do you say like you, we don't say you're here why tonight and not to morning um in, in i don't know no, you don't actually is- have to answer it no i'm going to wait (laughs) i'm actually that just came to me and now i want to know it is a big mystery i just think that she's better if we just accept her for who she is it's true it's true i can't question it yeah 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 Um, she's a hot mess and we love her i I don't know if we love her but she (laughs) is a hot mess and she's our hot mess that is like take her as she comes to us i think that's so true and don't question her ever you know <laughs> don't you question her she's gonna be like a drunk bitch and just go because i said so that's why um and okay well let's get into it so we're here to talk about liz 
Liz, 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 Liz's weekend. We're here to talk about her weekend. I'll tell you about mine. We can't know about Derek's because he's not here and he's sick. And I guess I'll tell myself it was boring anyways, but maybe it wasn't. He had some really juicy stuff to tell us that we're never going to know about. But the way we go for it, Liz, on here on What'd You Do This Weekend is we just start with fucking Friday night, huh? Tell me everything <laughs> that went through your freaking head, you know? All right. Picture this. <laughs> it's Iowa. <laughs> First of all, it's Iowa, Iowa. That's where I live. First of all, <laughs> let's take you to Iowa. Um, I. <laughs> Iowa. I have an early morning on. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an early morning, and um, so I need to go to bed. So what I do is I order a shit ton of sushi, I get some wine, and I turn on a movie I've never seen before, Broadcast oh News. Oh, oh, that movie's Have incredible. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen it before. So I'm watching it. You are drinking in wine. for it. And you're All in for it. All alone in my house in Iowa. Oh, my God. Yeah. I start sobbing. <laughs> sure. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, so I'm a journalist, right? Yeah, um, th this movie is actually, this movie's actually for you. It is, because it's about a mouthy journalist <laughs> who has no luck in love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to just laugh in your face, but I mean, I'm, I'm it's, I'm, Ah, I wish I had been there with you. I recently also just saw this movie for the first time and um, was like, holy shit, it's so good. It's so good. And I know about Polly Platt, the mm -hmm. woman who made it. Yeah. I think we talked about Polly Platt. Polly Platt, also met. known as What's-His-Face's um, ex-wife, right? Uh, uh, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. They did the TCM. Yeah. It was so crazy because TCM Peter. came, Peter, TCM came out with the Bogdanovich podcast and then at the same time, um, you must remember this came out with the friggin' Polly Platt pot, and it was like, whoa, competing stories. And we're we're all here for Polly Platt, obviously. So Polly Platt is incredible. So I, as as Hillary knows, and now your your podcast listeners will now know, I'm not very good at movies, but I've been listening to You Must Remember This mm -hmm. obsessively of because course. it's just stories about messy people. And it's helped me, like, get a better movie education. So I've finally seen, like, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, like, for the first time in my life. I'm almost 40, you know, like, all these kinds of things. And then the Polly Platt season just blew my mind because it's about this, like, really complicated, really talented woman who's, like, always stood in the shadow of this like guy and then you watch her stuff and you realize his best stuff was with her but her best mm -hmm. stuff was without him mm -hmm. and that is a metaphor oh my that god is a lesson it is. when i tell you it hits my soul so yeah. i'm crying yeah. watching holly hunter oh my in god. her like Washington correspondent in her dress with the big bow on it. Yep. Yep. And I'm crying and then I cut my bangs. You, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, do I need Holly Hunter bangs? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, I mean you were inspired. You were inspired. Well, I just 
I think it's what happens. It, I started doing it in pandemic, right? Because I didn't have a hairstylist. I, and think I, have I was cutting my hair for like 10 years, just based off like just following in my yeah. mother's footsteps. So I just like, I would just chop it in the mirror. Uh, well, bold for you. Uh, my mother wears a wig. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. To each their own, of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I have a high forehead, and uh, many years ago I committed to bangs as a lifestyle. Of course, and as you can imagine, in pandemic that got to be problematic because sure. I didn't have somebody cutting sure. them, so I learned how to cut them. But my routine would be, I would drink some wine, cut my bangs, which yeah. is a terrible idea. I had like I had, but I, I don't, I have no. <laughs> I had a few years where, um. My, the way I got my hair cut is I went, cause I was just, I'm well, a poor, right? So you go, I don't pay for, it. I just can't in New York. You're like, I don't have the money to cut my hair, obviously. And then I would go home to visit my family. And then my, my good neighbor, well, they're all best, my best friends, but my neighbor, a almost a 75 year old woman who is an ex nun who loves to drink and, you know, swears like a sailor. She's so funny. She would have a glass of wine and cut my hair. And, like, I trusted her, which was, I, she cut, and I don't know what I was thinking sometimes, but she did that. That was, like, for years what I would do. And she doesn't know how to cut hair, to be clear. (laughs) So I have a sister who's a hairstylist. She's actually a hairstylist turned parole officer turned paralegal and she's she's i really like that route and that's a floridian (laughs) yeah that's that's like a floridian route (laughs) yes and this is my baby sister by the way she's one of my younger i have many sisters and she's one of the younger ones i have four sisters Mm -hmm. and um she like if i ever cut my bang she's always like Whenever I see her, she's like touching my hand. She's like, "Did you, did you do this?" <laughs> I knew it. Like, oh, I could have no. paid so much money for that haircut. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just like a constant nag from my sisters uh-huh. who are always like, "Oh, you're gonna wear that? Oh, that's cute." I'm like, that "Bitch, I am older than you. <laughs> like, I have a home in the morning. You're gonna tell me that like my bangs." Yeah. First of all, correct. But also, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's funny though. That's very funny. And, yeah. and so that's what I did on Friday night. Friday night, you cut because you, you wanted to be Holly Hunter, and who amongst us doesn't want to be Holly Hunter? I. She is so oh. awesome, and that final scene wherever they come back, you know, and, like, the men are married with kids, and they like, blah, 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 and then Holly Hunter walks up, and she's, like, just, like, eh, no, but I'm still working, and you're, like, Holly! Yeah. Holly! Yeah. It and says she's got everything. the short hair then. Then she's got, like, her hair yep. even shorter, and she's got that dress with, like, the collar, which you know she's, uh-huh. like, business now. Because you're like, oh, this bitch That is woman this. is all business now. The shorter the hair, yeah. the higher up in corporate you are at that time. Yes. <laughs> Especially in, like, whatever 1980 the fuck that was. Like, it's yeah. correct. Like, it's absolutely correct. And I also think that, like, 
I think when the movie was made, we were like meant to be sad for her. Like, oh, she hasn't found love yet. But I think like watching it mm-hmm. now, I'm like, yeah, those guys are losers. Like, you're <laughs> amazing. Jane, we love you, I Jane. Was... You get those Pulitzers, Jane. Yeah, you're like, go for it. Go for it, Jane. I was so devastated to find out about all of the allegations against William Hurt posthumously. I, I haven't heard this. Did you know this? Yes. Okay. I, I, so sorry to burst your freaking William, William Hurt bubble. Like, I, I've, I have spent a lifetime being like, William Hurt... What a what an angelic sweet man! What he's so um, all of his care he's gentle. His voice is gentle. I love every role he's ever played. I'm like this guy, the big chill Michael. I love Michael. He's he's hanging out with an angel. Here he is in broadcast news amongst so many other films. And then he died somewhat recently. And I'm gonna you know butcher whatever this actual news is. All I know is that sexual allegations came out against him, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, he sucks. And I was like, what? And uh, I guess I shouldn't have been that surprised, but I was, and I and I hurt. I wept in my soul for it, because I thought, there goes another one. I think um, there have just been so many men canceled that I can't keep up with them. And I, and I don't mean that No, you couldn't. You I mean- couldn't. No, no, it's true, though. Like, <laughs> I don't mean they've been canceled. I mean, they canceled themselves by what they did. I, like, just want yeah, to be clear. Yeah, yeah. No, of woman course. Here. Of course. And, uh, but, like, I just assume at this point, like, if you are in a movie, then <laughs> you grow up. Like, I just, and I, I never know, had that, like, yeah, to William Hurt. So while I am not devastated like you were, and I'm so sorry for your journey, but like it's okay. I just in the movie okay. he's devil. In the movie he's yeah. bad. In the movie he's like the no, he is bad in that movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. he is bad in that movie. I think I think of him. I think I think I think so much about like the big chill and um and again Michael. I love Michael. I love Andy McDowell. What are you gonna do? Um. Okay, anyway, so that you're Friday. Okay, so you're here. You're broadcasting his first experience. That's a really big night for anyone, really. I, uh, and any I woman. only discovered yeah. it. Any woman. And I, uh, my, my boyfriend, Frank, and I, we watched it for the first time earlier this year, and we were floored and, and like, excited. Yes. And, like, I just, I just couldn't believe I hadn't seen it, like, 10, 20 times, because that's the kind of movie I would have, like, worshipped when I was younger. So. Yeah. So it's, it's a late my personality. Ad. Right. Right. Um, okay, so me Friday, let's think. I, my friend came over, she recently moved here from, she moved to New York from Joshua Tree, and then, which is a big move, obviously, that's like a, those are, those are, I'd say, opposite places. Um, she moved here, and she also has a Labrador, who's like almost the same age, but he, it's, he's a yellow lab, and he's a boy, and his name's Jude, and and so she, her name's Annie. She came over for a dog date, okay? So we're having Margie and Jude. They're hanging out together. They're getting wet and wild, you know, boys and girls here. And um, we we took them to the park, and it was a, after, like, one week of utter horrible rain here, which probably not that horrible, but I was just mad about it. Um, I We went to the dog park. Or no, no, not a dog park. We went to a park where technically dogs aren't allowed, but, like, 
what are you gonna do? And then all these dogs are running around, and then um, and then this this dad shows up at the park with his little kid and a soccer ball, and I went, oh no, and like my heart dropped because my dog obviously sees a soccer ball and is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take that soccer ball from that child. And um, yeah. I went, oh, no. And then I start running to get the ball. And then the dad, like, like pivots around to, like, keep my dog from getting his child's soccer ball. And then he grabs Margie by the collar and he kind of throws her away. And um, uh, it was a little aggressive. No. And then he kind of said to me, get your dog out of here. And then I cowered in a lot of shame. And I turned to Annie and I was like, I think we have to leave. <laughs> um, so he, that's that sad. is a sociopath. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. Like, you're like, first of all, I've met this dog. This dog is a sweet puppy. Like, the dog wasn't going she's very for sweet, the but she, she no, was no, she was going for the soccer boy. ball. No, 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 she's going for the soccer ball. What do soccer balls cost in New York City? Do they cost $300? Like, why does I she know. care if the dog licks the soccer ball? It's a fucking ball. And, like, he can mildly irritate it. Oh my god, I am going to come he back. He was like mildly irritated, fine. Be mildly irritated, but this man is a sociopath. He's awful mm-hmm. because he's being sick to a beautiful little like lab dog who just wants to chase a ball. Like, sir, that's what he's dogs like, can we do. hang? And you're a father. I know. And he's gonna listen a dog. I Kill him. Uh-uh, no, he didn't. He, I would say he doesn't know that he lives in a community where everyone has a dog. The thing about Greenpoint is, and I would say basically all of Brooklyn, but Greenpoint, like, definitely every single person has a dog. And whether or not a place is a dog park, it basically... Like, it's a park, it's a dog park, even, you know, because and there's actually, yeah. no, and you know what, nothing, nothing makes me feel more like a freaking white lady that goes, and you know what, it's a voting issue for me. I go, why aren't there more dog parks in Greenpoint? I, for one, would like to talk to somebody about it. Why isn't this park have a dog area? You know, and all, <laughs> Frank, Frank started calling me a single issue voter, but like my only single issue is dog parks. Um... Which is um, a like, horrible, horrible thing to say. <laughs> no, um, and I we do need more. Yeah, I, I think like you can bring are. a dog to any park. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. understand. So she was, she was, <laughs> she was running amok, you know, and she wanted to. She wanted his soccer ball, and so we had to leave immediately <laughs> um, because I can't handle any uh, amount of confrontation, and um, so we were gone. And, um, but we just, so Friday, yeah, we just, we went out, we had a martini and some french fries, and, uh, and then we went, and then we went to dinner after that, which was, like, I don't know if that was counterintuitive or what, or if that should have been after dinner or before, but we did that, and, um, I thought that my favorite, uh, part of the conversation from Friday night is that Frank started talking about the Counting Crow song, Accidentally in Love, and... Yes. I loved that I loved that me and Annie immediately were like, well, that's from Shrek 2, not Shrek, the first movie. That's like, that song's from Shrek 2. And I was like, I'm really yeah, proud correct. of that we, like, we all knew it. We're like, it's definitely not from Shrek 1. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I don't know if it just sort of talks about our age or what, but we all, um, we knew immediately, of course. Yeah. And I do actually love that song. It's a very happy song. And, um, it's a good, but that was it. It's we, a good soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Shrek 2 has a solid soundtrack. And like, I, I mean, if, if you're, if you're out there and your child hasn't seen Shrek 1 and 2 yet, I say get, get to it. Get hopping. Lord Farquaad, hilarious man. Hilarious. A lot of jokes to be made about Lord Farquaad. Um, and I don't, I love Donkey. I love everybody. And, um, I had a, a sad thing recently where my, um, my sister-in-law was telling me that my my three-year-old nephew um, doesn't like old animation because he doesn't like 2D and he won't watch it unless it's 3D. And I went, I feel like crying. I was like, what? Are you for real? Like, he, three-year-old, no. Just a hard no to 2D animation. What? <laughs> that made That's me really sad wild. for the youth of America. Really sad for the I youth don't of think America. That like okay so i know youth i mean i know i know some youth i know I've, you I've know Korean. yeah yeah I, I hang out with youth um i'm you, not a youth myself yeah but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I would say that like um i don't i think that might be just a your nephew thing he might be <laughs> I, okay i mean i <laughs> i don't think i hope so i think you fucking with you and I think that that means he's highly intelligent yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're saying he's smart okay we're saying he's smart <laughs> I I'm good with that, that as a result he probably does he probably does um because I was upset and I was like if this is what the new kids are on the block I don't like them you know um, <laughs> you're just like then, the youth today won't watch 2D. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm like so angry, so angry. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like Lion King? Like, what is wrong with you? Um, but <laughs> anyways, so yeah, so we 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 went out to dinner. We left the dogs here, which was fun. It was fun to be like leave our little doggies at home. And then when I came home, I could not stop making jokes that um, my dog and her dog like were having sex the whole time. I was like, what were you guys doing while we were gone? Like, were you getting busy? Should I call the doctor? Um, they didn't get the joke, of course, because right. they're two-year-old Labradors, but, um, it, it really entertained Were me. you doing, like, the sex-positive um, mom thing? Were you just like, I... Yes, just, yes. I just want you to say, fa. You're, like, very, like, New York mom. Like, yeah. Like, listen, oh, I don't yeah, know because... what these kids are doing. I just want you to be safe. I always say... So, exactly. Say, I always I say, I go... <laughs> I always go, because she likes to hump the furniture a lot, and I go, listen, honey, I'm not here to shame you. If you need to have some alone time and you want to hump that pillow, I'm not going to stop you, you know? You're going to, you hump away. <laughs> and, um, well, speaking of the youth, like, the, I, had a, I have had two two-year-olds, and I won't identify which one, because I don't want them to find this later and get embarrassed, but there was one who was very you know, into discovering yes. themselves. And I would just be like, so sure. honey, this isn't yeah. in your room, though. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. It's so like, great. We love mom, that you're doing it. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just want you to know there's nothing 
nothing to be ashamed of about your body. But, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe just this is private time. Oh, God, I hate mm-hmm. that voice. I, and I hate that I do it. I had it. I know. Well, what are you supposed to do? I had it with a girl. I used to nanny a young girl. Um, and she... Um, no one will ever know who this is, but she in the, I would have to watch her obviously a little girl in the bathtub, you know? And, um, but she found that as like the perfect place to explore her body. And then I would be like, I want you to be alone right now, but I physically can't leave you because you're in the tub. So I'm going to be here in the bathroom with you while you are in water, but I'm going to look the other way. (laughs) Because I, if I, I can't walk out, you know? <laughs> right. Or you'll we drown. had a lot of those moments. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if you drown? Then I'm sued. You know? Oh, my God. Negligence. Yeah. It's terrible. I'm a bad babysitter, you know? Um, but that was a big... I had that a lot. I had a lot of that. <laughs> I loved her. I, too, so I love that for you. I kind of love that for you. Because I think people are like, children. <laughs> and it's like, no, they like full-on masturbate by the age of two. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just... like, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course they Which do, is kinda... why wouldn't they? It kind of makes me sad, though. Okay, this might go to, a, like, a sad place, but, like, I think there's so many, That's like, okay. people out there who don't know how to, like, know their bodies and, like, find pleasure. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I was, like... one of them. I was one of them. I was one of them. I, like, had, like, a huge oh my god i mean this is a whole other podcast we can yeah. go into but we get into hang-ups but like babies know like they just know it's like they do like know mm-hmm. and then you have to spend I know. the rest of your you life didn't take the shame away mm-hmm. i know yeah. i know um, i think a lot about um okay i think a lot about that american girl book about your bodies that we were all given do you remember this book um, so I'm a little older and I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled in a religious Whoa. cult. <laughs> oh but God, I, I did know. buy Well, that that's why you wrote Godland. Okay, you did get the, you, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, I love the book. I'm not like, I'm not like anti the book, but because I, I was obsessed with the book. Um, um, and I actually reordered a new copy of it and it's sitting behind me because yeah. I wanted, because I'm working, I'm working on a new book and I was like, oh my God, I need this book to be in my book, like all this stuff, and I need to reread it. And I think that the book is awesome and great and has so much positive stuff in it. And, uh, and Lord knows no one would ever let us do this, but I think there should be a chapter on masturbating in that book. Like, it's like, yeah, there should just be like, because the whole thing is like you and your body. And it's like, why not add the obvious chapter? Like, (laughs) like, why not add the like, just from, like, almost a scientific standpoint of, like, you're going to be wanting to do this, and, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Could have used it. Yeah. I think I, I could have used it. I think it, would get, I think it would get banned in Florida and Iowa if it... It would get banned that. everywhere. Are you kidding me? It would be, like... <laughs> my God. There was the... Oh, okay. Now I'm... Okay, no, I have to stop. We're talking about the weekend. Okay, wait. Okay, now we're going to Saturday. Here we are. Saturday morning... Emotionally, where do we find you? All right. So Saturday morning, you know that like TikTok like meme where it's like bus, club, another club, no sleep. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So, so I have, here's what happens on my Saturdays because I have two elementary school kids, actually one middle schooler, one mm-hmm. elementary schooler. And then it's like, so I got to, I get up at six. 
I go for a run. Um, I go to a soccer game. Uh, and then I soccer go to mom. a soccer game. mom. Soccer mom. Hell and yeah. I hate being a soccer mom. Um, not because I don't, I don't, because I don't like my son playing soccer, but I hate all the other parents <laughs> who are like, put someone on the pool. I don't even know the words. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, honey, looks like you kicked the ball. That seems like a good idea. <laughs> my son is nine. My son is nine and so it's getting intense like the parents are getting intense and it's just like you're reaching the area where people are ready to start fighting like you're like oh i'm actually am in the new the new arena we've leveled up but it's it's also rec league soccer in cedar rapids iowa like i don't know man yeah like everyone calm down Yeah, like the stakes, like what, what, what's going to happen? Like your baby's going to get a soccer scholarship where? What school? <laughs> like everybody's on the same trajectory, middle to low mm. management, somewhere in the Midwest. Like being good at soccer <laughs> isn't going to help. So just get your foot off travis's neck or whatever the fuck your kid's name is and just let them have a good time like i don't understand i, I hate it and this is the thing you know because i'm like divorced and so like you know you got to go with like the like yeah the, you know, the co-parent and then my ex-mother-in-law yeah. was there so we're all just like hi 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 yeah. oh we're hello doing- hello oh hello yeah hi how are you a lot of How's politeness Yes. <laughs> um, of yes. Tell me all the things, and and I actually feel I have a lot of positive feelings towards my um, ex mother in law. She's at, never ever been anything but good to me. The only bad thing she did was raise her son. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we loved it. Um, but then we have to go immediately from that to the swim meet for my daughter who's like a swimmer now okay uh she loves Mm -hmm. which is great but like i thought i had a deal because i'm a writer obviously and i'm not very athletic and i thought that if i had children they would also be nerds i know okay so my my boyfriend has a really good theory on this he because he's like it's always reversed he's like artsy people have sporty kids and sporty people have artsy kids, and it's it's the deal that, like, the world forces on you. See, Frank should have told me this before I procreated. <laughs> Why wasn't he here to help you? No, I mean, this also, is my fear. Are you kidding me? This is my fear. I am a not a sporty. <laughs> yes. so, I'm going to be screwed. Thing, yeah, I do like swim parents because it's, it's kind of an individual sport in the sense that like your Mm -hmm. kids, I mean, they're competing against each other, but like we did volleyball. My daughter did volleyball last year and God bless. She wasn't the best one on the team, which how could she be? We never played volleyball with her because why? Like, why do I want to throw a ball Mm -hmm. in the sky and hit it? Like I don't. And then it it honestly hurts. My, my thing with volleyball, it comes down, it hits your forearms. People are acting like that doesn't hurt. I go, no, that, that hurt my forearm every time. Yeah. Yeah. And also why? Like, what's the point? Well, she wasn't the best on the team. So I would have to sit there at games 
I'm sorry. My dog is being annoying, and then my that's okay. Phone is ringing in the other room. Everything's chaos. I love it all. Um, I love it all. It's okay. Uh, do you want me to go turn it off real quick? I think it's perfect. No, just it, 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 okay. up to you. I honestly, it's fine. I'm not. We're low, right. we're a real low key podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I think that, like, I think that's, like, so I would, last year, I would sit at volleyball games, and of course, it was last Mm -hmm. year, and so, and it's Iowa. I just want to set the scene, so I would be the sole parent with my mask on. Sole parent with my mask on. Yeah, yeah, no one else cares. Nobody cares, and I just don't want my kids to get sick before they can get vaccinated. I'm not trying to, like, you know, make anybody feel bad. I, I just no. You're just like yeah. Kids. Especially that's a big difference when you've got children yeah. and vaccines and shit. Yeah, and and of course you know whatever. But like you know, I would sit there and I would hear parents behind me be like, "Oh, that girl, that blonde girl, like doesn't know how to serve." And I would just like turn oh, and stare at them. These are the same parents oh, who like we've been going to school with since kindergarten they know who i am and by the way this is a small town like everybody knows who i am because i am that bitch who writes about things right and like sure also so they can't be saying that blonde girl they're like no you know who that is like what like Like, no there was one time because i am not afraid of confrontation like i will confront good for you anytime but it's also my kids volleyball game so i don't want to get into a fight well, I do want to. Sure, get you got to keep, fight, keep it. But... You have to keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but my kids don't want me to get into a fight. The only thing that will stop me from getting into a fight is my kids being like, "Just chill out." So, but like, there was one time when like I heard this woman behind me, and I know she's the aunt of another girl on the team. I know this because, bitch, I've been to your home, and like. And like she's saying, like, oh, that blonde or blah 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 blah, and she's with her parents, or she's with her, you know, brother and sister-in-law, who are the parents of one of my daughter's good friends. And I'm just turn around and look, like, make direct eye contact. And the dad's getting nervous, and he's like slapping the woman, being like, "Stop talking!" <laughs> oh no! And, oh yes! And I'm just sitting there staring like right at them and they i don't know the woman's like what why why i just think she needs to get better at volleyball and uh and it was just like i hate this but swim is better yeah and we're not I'm glad. bad at swim. um my daughter's actually pretty solid at swim. that's great no i'm um I'm a big believer in one of the sport. I mean, because I played golf. I'm like, that's, you know, like, when it's, when you're really, the game is just, like, about whatever you can do. I, I don't like team sports uh, at all. Um, and because I'm not good at working in a team. Never have been. Um, and, and it's, you're playing against yourself, and it's like, let's not be worried about competition. You know, you're like, you're whatever you can yeah. like. You're doing whatever you can do best, and that's cool and fun. And then it, it totally just eliminates all that anxiety. But, oh, yeah. man, to criticize other little kids playing is so... Fifth grade. Like, it's Fifth so grade. insane. I mean, it's, that. like, funny. It's, like, deeply funny. You go, what are you doing? Like, what do you right. think and they're they- Michael Phelps? Like, what are you expecting here? 
Right. And once again, I ask, what are the stakes here? Like, do you think little Ashlyn is going to get like a volleyball scholarship to Coe College in Cedar Rapids, Iowa? Yeah. And then yeah. what? Like, then where I does know. she go? Like, I know. That's all <laughs> because most people just have middle happy lives and that is great and all i want for yeah. kids is a middle happy life where you have health insurance and you can travel mm, and you can be mm -hmm. happy and have some pets like and Dream like, big, what, honey. like <laughs> no i don't want i don't want fame because fame is horrible i know but like no, fame's horrible it's bad but i just like want a mid happy life and it's just like why would you scream at your fifth grader to like be better at like volleyball when first of all I she's know. gonna flame out first of all if you're good in fifth grade you're not good in college let's just be no real. no it's like, all over for you actually yeah and then what are you gonna do like work in marketing for i don't know quaker oats or whatever and that's a fine life but you didn't need to get screamed at in volleyball to get that life it's just all i'm saying no the yelling is very unnecessary i think i'm very i'm actually i'm like i did not have parents that yelled about that stuff so i'm i'm lucky and my brother and sisters are lucky um yeah but okay so I did. Is, that's anything else on saturday for you yeah so then after after the swim meet, then I went to volunteer at the Iowa City Book Festival. I am Ooh. on the board. I'm on the board Hello. of the City of Literature. Yes, I'm very famous and important. And uh, so I had to go help people. I had to go like help with like festival, like tear down and like pick up boxes and move them and like do all sorts of stuff. And then um, that was pretty boring. And I was a terrible volunteer. <laughs> You're a little chatty Kathy. Yeah, I did. Like people would be like, oh, Liz. I'd be like, hey, what's up? And then like somebody walked by, they'd be like, you want me to take that box? I'd be like, sure, yeah, take it, bye. Um, like, and mm, like, I'm actually uh, not gonna be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Err. I just like signed up for my mandatory volunteer. Well, it wasn't a mandatory, but I felt like I should do it like like my volunteer shift. And then um, after that. It felt mandatory, and... obviously. Yeah. yeah. So after that, I went to, now this is a very famous place for literature, is George's Bar in, um, in Iowa City. Leslie Jameson has written about it. Like it's okay, legendary. Okay. And so, oh wait, we actually we were gonna go to George's, but it was full. So we ended up meeting oh. some journalism folks, went to another place and sat in the basement and uh drank and then yelled about Iowa politics and it was great. It was so fun. That sounds like something you really needed. Yeah, I um, published a story about the Iowa Senate race um, last week on mm -hmm. Thursday, which had mm -hmm. caused some controversy because it involves a, a, an allegedly handsy man uh, who is not Chuck mm -hmm. Grassley. It's the man who was chosen to run against him. And so I had done additional reporting on the story. So there was a lot to yell about, just a lot of like inside baseball, you know, who's yeah. saying what, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there was just a shit ton of gossip. 
and uh, that was really also, fun. And, and, and aren't you, weren't you also celebrating, is it one or, or two years of your publication and, and everything and going off on your own? <laughs> yeah. So uh, for your listeners who don't know, I used to work for my local, so I, for even before I worked for my local newspaper, I wrote for like Columbia Journalism Review. I'd like write profiles and stuff. And then back in 2019, I needed a job, health insurance, freelances, a terrible life. Um, and so I applied for a bunch of jobs and I got a couple offers, but my local newspaper was like, why don't you work for us? And I was like, yeah, I believe in local journalism. Like I believe, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm very, um, I think I, since I grew up religious, you know, I'm very high-minded about things. I'm very righteous about things. You know, it's like local journalism mm -hmm. is one of and so I took this job as a columnist for my paper and it ended up, ended up being a little too spicy. Um, the long story <laughs> short is that like the GOP did this big like backlash campaign. My face appeared in like some like political attack ad. Like it got oh banana peons. That's insane. Yeah. And in the, the middle of all of this, like, I was also on the editorial board and somebody was trying to publish. And this is also, by the way, like 2020. So like somebody was trying to yeah. publish this op-ed that was like, black people deserve to get shot by the police. And I was kind of like, hey, maybe we oh, shouldn't publish God. that. And everybody was like, like, why? Oh, maybe and not. I was, like, <laughs> and oh. I was like, oh, this seems bad. And so I had pushed back pretty aggressively against the publication of that op-ed, which never got published published but then I was told I was insubordinate and then in the middle of all of that I got uh fired so I started this newsletter and the um I'm now two years into doing this newsletter and the support has been incredible yeah. I keep growing and it's wonderful but yes that anniversary was also <laughs> Thursday the day that I published that story for Politico so yeah lots okay, to celebrate yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to, you know what, and, and thank, in, a, in, in its own way, thank God you have your own thing now, you know, like, I think that you are just on the right path, like, you're just like, you don't need anyone telling you that you're being insubordinate, you just write for yourself. Well, I, I think maybe people I know how hard like, it is. Yes, yeah, but I think, like, you know, the phrase insubordinate gets, you know, used as a tool of silencing, and I, I am so lucky that I can do my own thing, but I also think, like, you know, it's a small state, and there aren't a lot of writing opportunities, and so if people didn't support me in this, I would have to move. I mean, I would have to yeah. yell at you at a park in Brooklyn, you know, or something like that. So. <laughs> you might find yourself, you know, yelling at that guy who told me to get rid of Mark. Oh, I would um, fight him. Like, if that had been us, I would have been like, sir, calm down. It is I know. I would need, I need your help. I, I can't, I can't raise my voice to, no. you know, even a, a cricket, really. I can't do it. Um, but that, you know, that's why we're all in therapy. But, so my Saturday, okay, so my Saturday, I mine started out, I, I worked out in the morning, and then I, um, I, I actually, I, I counseled a young artist on her career in the morning. Um, we met at a coffee shop, and I, like, reviewed her portfolio, and um, it's actually the first time I've ever, ever done that. I was like, 
she asked me to do it and I was like, yes, I think I can do that. And, I, and then I was like, you know, you like doubt yourself and you're like, I obviously can do that. Like I, you know, um, yeah. but so I, I talked to her for a while and she actually, she was very funny. She has good stuff. And, um, I did that and then I did, uh, oh my God. Talk about me just like all of a sudden I'm 70. Uh, my boyfriend and I were like, what if we went shopping and returned some things on Saturday? And I was like, whoa, how exciting. You know, like we're going to go shopping in Union Square and I'm going to buy some new shoes. And so that was like a huge thing, um, you know, to take the train into Manhattan. And um, as if it's not a li literally 15 minutes away from me. Um, <laughs> but we did that. And then I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it always fascinates me how hard it is to commit to a pair of shoes. Because it, it really oh, starts to feel like dating at a certain point. Because you just go, well, does the shoe fit? And then you look at the person and you go, I don't know. How could I know if this shoe fits? I haven't walked <laughs> around in it for a year yet. You know, like, you're like, I don't know if the shoe fits. And um, I clearly don't know because I had a pair of shoes from DSW from two weeks ago that I thought fit, brought them home. They were so uncomfortable that I started crying. And then I was like, yeah. these shoes don't fit. But I couldn't have known until I brought them home. You know, and so I go, I go, it's, it's very much like finding men. I think you, you have no idea what's going on with shoes. Well, and, and I don't know, but like, I have, I have like stepsister from Cinderella feet, like they're long and flat. Mm. And so mm -hmm. like the shoe can kind of, and my, it's like my, my ankles kind of go in, they over pronate for people who know the right words. But like, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I also run, I know a lot about my feet because I also run. So like, I've had to find the right yeah. running shoes and like, I've had to adjust, like do physical therapy to like adjust my stride. But like, yeah, you can put a shoe on and it feels fine. And then also New York City, famously a city for walking. And then like a week later, your size because your boots filling with blood because the yep. shoe actually didn't yep. fit it's terrible and you're right it, it goes, is turns just like out the shoe it. doesn't fucking yeah. fit I know yes. I know it it, it it feels like and then they're expensive too and you go do I buy the shoe like I'm so stressed out do I buy this shoe so this week uh, no, I'll tell you what, the shoes that I bought from DSW two weeks ago that I wore for a total of 10 minutes before being like, oh my god, I actually cannot wear these shoes at all, they didn't take them back. They're like, there's a bit of a scuff on the heel. And I was like, I didn't, I wore them, I didn't, I, I, I had them on for like the, and then I got all like, like my head got so like caught up, I was talking to Frank, I was like, are they going to throw these shoes away? Like, is this how consumerism works? Like, these shoes are new. Just because I kind of scuffed the heel maybe so slightly on a walk around the freaking block. Like, is this going to get put in a landfill? And, like, I hope it ends up at, Mar or at Marshalls or Ross. But then is it not going to? Because that's how the fashion industry works. And, like, my brain was, like, on fire over it. I, I get and my I don't know what will happen. Yeah. I, get, I, I should get have. I got store credit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, well, they, I would have given them away, but they gave me a store credit, and then I got, okay, so this is what I did. I got um, a shoe I've never, I've always thought about having, and I do think I do, I, I want to believe I made the right choice. I got Doc Martens Mary Janes, 
And I think that if I commit to them, they're going to stay. They're like, they're meant to mold to your feet and they're supposed to be comfortable. And so far they are comfortable. So I think that I am okay. Is this 1999? Because in 1999, I saved up all of my babysitting money to buy that exact same pair of shoes. And they were Mm. the best. And by the way, flashback to 1999. I think I'm a little older than you, Hillary. So like, we don't have to go into specifics on the age. But like, it's okay. I I saved it. So I actually, in 1999, I sold shoes at Sears in the Eden Prairie Mall in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, where Mall Rats (gasps) filmed. That's right. That's right. Also, also, it appears in Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is the best movie of all time. But it's like the greatest movie ever when they're like, we're going to the moon. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, I have so many questions. That's the mall. That's the mall. That they go to Eden Prairie oh. Mall because famously it was empty for so long, but they've redone it. Yes. But when I worked there, it was empty and I worked at a Sears and I sold shoes because nobody wanted to sell shoes because uh-huh. selling shoes at Sears was depressing. So I like saved up all my money and I bought these like Mary Jane Doc Martens and I wore them with my um, Union Jack tank top and my like low rise jeans and i was like yes i was just like queen i am you're an angel i oh i wore the union jack tank top which i actually bought in london by the way uh like with like over long sleeve shirts over turtlenecks like this yes like yes yes and those shoes were the best shoes and i was just like a spice girl with them and I'm my glad little you've you really reaffirmed my purchase oh my god i yeah, have so many questions about that. drop dead gorgeous i love drop dead gorgeous more than anything yeah. that movie is a work of art um yeah. it's perfect everyone's yeah. perfect in it and i remember Allison being like so angry when Vanity Fair did this big profile on Amy Adams when like I don't know what movie it was like one of her big like later on breakout roles where she was finally nominated but they Vanity Fair did this profile about like her whole career leading up to this moment and they did not mention Drop Dead Gorgeous and I was like devastated that they could miss such a pivotal moment in her career um that movie so that movie is like very midwestern obviously of course yes yes and so like you know it speaks to my midwestern soul and it also speaks to like well i'm not entirely midwestern i grew up in texas but like like it's very like of this like and it's so real and when Mm -hmm. they're just like this ladies aka minneapolis st paul like (laughs) yeah yeah I love that movie and I love like what a send up it is of like that culture of like parenting and beauty pageants and like, you know, just like the one talented girl and they like nobody can get behind her because she's like actually too talented. So they must bring her down. And then this scene with with Jesus, like dancing with Jesus and seeing like you're just too good to be true. Uh I got to say, I got the chance to go to the too good. To be true, <laughs> she can't sing. Talks. <laughs> it's Denise Richards, right? She's like, you're just. Yes, yes, it is Denise. 
I got the chance to uh, go to, for a story, go to the Miss America pageant in 2019, which was like, you <gasps> could argue it was like the last real Miss America pageant before everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And I got to yeah. tell you, Drop Dead Gorgeous remains a prescient film. Yeah. It I is think that it incredible. is like a piece of history, basically. I'd say it's a piece of history. <laughs> And also, no, I, I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love, um, I love, I love when Allison Janney gets on the TV and she's <laughs> talking to Ellen Barkin through the news and she goes, Hey, hey, I got some. And <laughs> cause she like had sex with the bartender or whatever. Oh yeah. my God. No, yeah. I love that movie. I could quote it. I could quote it, uh, for the rest of this evening if I had to. Um, I just, that's funny. So the type good. of parenting in that movie reminds me of yesterday. I saw a really stupid news line, uh, news article headline that was like, Texas mom t- warns other parents that to not have their children watch Hocus Pocus 2. Okay. I went to read it further and then the, and the mom was like, Hocus Pocus 2 will invite the devil into your home. <laughs> Okay, Okay, so full disclosure, like, this is who raised me. God bless my mom. If she raises, God bless Ellen, you've changed. But, like, this, like, we were raised to be, like, like, we had friends. So when I was three, I gave up my pacifier for a real hair cabbage patch doll. And Mm. we had friends from church. And I remember this specifically, like coming up to my parents and being like, well, you know, cabbage patch stalls invite in Satan and the occult because the cabbage (laughs) patch stalls, because they don't come from a womb, they come from a cabbage. God's natural order and like that's you call it like that's a real thing like if you google it like it was like this oh, big no. thing and I like god bless my parents they oh, were like no. mm. okay but like we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween we didn't go trick-or-treating when we dressed up we dress up for a, a church harvest festival and um oh. we could only dress up as biblical characters like and then what? after like two years I dressed up as Jezebel two years in a row, which is like as close as you can get to a witch yeah. in Christian yeah, culture without like, yeah. and, and people, and like, the like you know, the youth pastor was like, I don't think this is appropriate, you know, and it's like, by the way, like I was, I was like some hot youth. I was like, you know, short oh hair, pretty yeah. you know, big ugly glasses like and i'm like i'm jezebel like see some pictures of correct this response should have been like the fuck you are jezebel like good luck but like <laughs> this is inappropriate wow. so then like i got censured and then i had like the then the next year i was like the bride of christ and wore a wedding dress i got but oh, like this was like this was like the child raised. bride was more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Well, the bride of Christ, and it metaphorically, the bride of Christ is church. Of <laughs> I course, don't know. This of course, too much. But like, yes, yeah, so like, no, it's I not. It's not too much. much. 
And I knew that you did. I don't know her specifically, but I was like, when I saw that, you knew her spiritually. Yeah, I know. I know her name is, you know, like, I mean, sorry to use my mom's name again. Like, her name is Ellen. Um, She has (laughs) great nails. Um, She's got a lot of jewelry. She's got a God bless this house sign in her home. Mm -hmm. She kind of talks like this. Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." I just don't think that that hocus pocus is just like a godly influence on our children today. (laughs) You know, and you're just like, and now we have PTSD. I know, it's funny. It's like, it's funny is because the second Hocus Pocus film, which is incredible, and I laughed my ass off, and it made me cry also. It's like all about, like, women being kind to each other. And you're like, wow, okay. Yeah, it's about sisters, Uh, like, loving each other. Yeah, you're like, it's about loving your family. Sorry. Um, (laughs) So anyways... Oh, okay. I don't know. I wrote down, we watched a man in the park fall in love with a branch of a tree. And that's true. I did do that. This guy was like slow dancing with a tree branch in Union Square. And he what? and then he fell over a lot. And um, he was so in love with it. And he was dancing and looking at it like he thought he wanted to marry this tree branch. And that was a lot. Um, we did that while while eating Chipotle. Um, and Frank obviously felt sick the rest of the day because we ate Chipotle. Um, but then I, the other, my big adult thing is that I bought three candles, but I was like on the hunt to find candles I could afford, which is obviously a big thing. Like candles you yeah. can afford is a category because most mm-hmm. candles a person cannot afford, actually. They're like $30 for no reason and it's one candle. Yeah, I, I got a candle from Home Goods that was fifteen ninety nine <gasps> and looks like a witch's cauldron. That's great. <gasps> that is a really good candle. Fifteen ninety nine. That's great. I found three ten ninety nine candles, and I was like, "Holy shit, you guys! These candles are affordable." And they were at Whole Foods, and um, so if anyone needs to know that, that's where I found some affordable candles. And they were good scents, too, because there's all those candles out there where the scents are, like, offensive. And you're like, I don't actually need to feel like I'm going to vomit while I put this candle on. Um, but I got some... Do they make your apartment I'm a really big fan. I like sandalwood. Yeah, I wanted... Well, I really wanted... I got. I wanted, like, a Halloween-ish, you know, like a fall-ish. I don't even know what it was. And then I like a beachy candle, you know, kind of a, a breeze, an ocean breeze type. I don't like intense. Yeah. I don't like the intense smells. They make me think I will faint. Um, yeah, I like a, and then really I like my a big soft thing about Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. wise. Very wise. You could talk. I, I had a moment where, like, we were smelling so many candles. So I think I talked to this about on another podcast where, like, we smelled so many candles that I didn't know what I smelled anymore. Like, you do hit a wall. You can only smell so many candles. Because at a certain point, you go, you've lost the ability to, like, differ between candles. And then yeah. you don't even know what it smells like anymore. My kids love to smell candles, but they have the worst like sense of smell so they'll be like oh my god mom this candle smells great and then i'll smell it and i'll be like oh honey i'm so sorry it actually smells like ass and we won't be purchasing it thank you so much (laughs) and that will not be coming home with us thank you and that will not be in our not at all yeah and i'll let them smell something and they'll be like that's fine and i'll be like that's the one we're getting because if you liked it 
then it would probably yeah. smell like, you know, like a rotted out apple with cinnamon and Jesus in it. That's I don't know fine is actually oh. what you're looking for. Like, that's fine. <laughs> like, that's the category where you're like, I don't yeah. want to be upset. So that's fine. Right. <laughs> that's fine. Like, it don't, oh like how can there, kids these days, they don't understand candle theory. They don't understand <laughs> They have no idea. They have no idea. What are they learning in school? Not enough, obviously. Um, So, okay, so then my big thing, really, from Saturday night, and people are going to laugh at me, and I'm prepared for people to laugh at me, um, and the story goes like this. I have never seen Vanilla Sky, and so Frank which is, you know, starring, okay, you don't, oh, you're not going to get it. So, okay, that's okay, though. So I'm, I'm going to explain to you. It is a early 2000s movie with Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, and Penelope Cruz, okay? And it's a classic am I living in a simulation or am I not movie. And I love scary movies, and I actually get more afraid of these movies because I have a weird, anxious problem where I actually will have a meltdown because I do think that I live in a simulation. And it's like yeah. a weird, irrational thought that I have that like I get obsessed over. And I've had it since I was a little kid. And so I, Frank has me watch... He's like, I love Vanilla, he loves Tom Cruise, he loves Vanilla Sky, he can't believe I've never seen it. And that's true, I can't believe it. I'm such a movie buff that I go, I don't know why I never saw Vanilla Sky. It was such a big movie when it came out. And so we come home, I light my new candles, you know, I can't believe I have my new candles. I put them down on the table, we light them, we turn a movie on, and I get through the movie, and I actually have a massive panic attack because it scares me too much. <laughs> Yeah. And then um, I start freaking out, and then I try to tell Frank that I'm freaking out, but he doesn't think that I'm serious. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. yeah. He, starts, he starts messing with me because he thinks I'm kidding, and then I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. I actually think I'm going to start crying. And, then, and oh. then he still thinks I'm kidding. He still thinks I'm kidding, and I'm like, <laughs> I started sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> like but when it's like it's so funny to talk about because you're like you had a panic attack because you saw vanilla sky and i'm like yeah it's true i did <laughs> i did and it's all because i saw i saw the truman show when i was really young and it really got to me as a kid and um i still i mean i love the truman show i think it's a great movie but it got to me and that is like a specific uh, th uh, theme in a film that will actually upset me deep in my core. Um, yeah. So I fully started crying, and then and then I didn't like the lighting in the home, and then I like didn't think Frank was real anymore, and then I was like, "You have to get me out of the, out of this home." <laughs> um, so we yeah. went, we took a walk and took the dog to the water, and then I like I I did start to calm down. And then, um, because I'm so dark, I was like, I actually need to watch true crime to calm down. And then, yeah. so then we watched, um, we watched this movie, I can't, another movie, I can't believe I didn't see, from 2019, I think it was because it was right before, it must have come out right before the pandemic, which is my excuse for not having ever seen this movie with Mark Ruffalo called Dark Waters, that's all about the lawyer that discovered Teflon. 
And I was like, my mind blew up. I mean, I know Teflon's bad for you, and I know all of that, and that, it, but I didn't know. I mean, it, so the movie was, was based on the New York Times article written about this um, lawyer who discovered that you know Dupont, um, the chemical company, was lying to America, creating all these um, you know whatever paint, um, the carpet, and all that stuff that Teflon was used yeah. inside of, obviously pots and pans. Um, so the movie follows the lawyer and his um, literally twenty year plus journey in fighting Dupont, and um, it blew my mind. And if you haven't seen this movie, I rented it for three dollars on Amazon and. I just love Mar- uh, Mark Ruffalo in general, but the story, I was like, oh my God, it was incredible, but also so depressing. <laughs> yeah. I do know the story, but I haven't seen the movie. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I famously live in the land of chemical plants, so right. being shitty right. is just like the same old, same old, but wait a minute. I'm going to go right. back to Vanilla Sky. I don't want to give you a panic attack, but like. Um, no, I'm fine now. I'm fine now. <laughs> but it came out like right at the same time as Eyes Wide Shut, right? Like, mm-hmm, I've never mm-hmm. seen Vanilla Sky, but I did for a while date like an artist, like like a visual mm-hmm. artist who was like very, who, I mean, was like very into movies and was like, I can't believe you haven't seen all these movies and then i was like yeah, it sounds like me like, yeah yeah i was like I, and i'm like for it i'm just like yes you want to sit me down and we can like drink a cocktail and watch a movie fuck yes like let's do it i'm so into it but like he made me watch not made me i was full participant and eyes wide shut <laughs> but he was like we gotta watch eyes wide shut and like he's like so good and i was like okay Let's do it. But, like, I'm also, like, low-key a bit of an asshole. So, like, I'm, like, cracking jokes the entire time because it's yeah. kind of a ridiculous premise. And, like, no, it is it's also, it's just, like, bananas. And I was, like, oh, great, a max sex party. They must be in Brooklyn, <laughs> am I right? It's just like, I, know. I don't know. I mean, apologies to all your East Coast listeners, but like, I live in the middle of America, and like, these are <laughs> this is our level of humor, and it's not good. And so I'd just be like, "Am I right?" And he was like, "Please, please, this is serious. Oh, this is serious. This is yeah, very serious." Yeah, ma'am. He was like tour. so irritated, and I was just like, I was like. Um, I would be making fun of Eyes Wide Shut, too. I mean, come on. It's like, I mean, you know, not, it's like, it is good, but at this, at the same time, how do you not laugh at, like, Tom Cruise in that movie? You have to laugh. Like, like, first of all, you're married to Nicole Kidman in this movie, and I think in real life, like, they had just broken up or something, and I was just like, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you're having a midlife crisis but instead of like doing something normal like that's what the movie is like he's just like oh I'm like contemplating yes. my life and now all of a sudden I get thrown into a sex party with masks and it's just like you could have just like I don't know fucked a receptionist or bought a nice car like these are other options <laughs> out there and <laughs> go to the mass um. sex party and I um, I think that there's Kubrick would have it no other way yeah, Kubrick's like, oh, this, like, 
this journey of men. And it's very much just like Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. Like, we're not gonna fucking know what's happening. You know, like, it very much just lines up with that idea. And it's just like a man's journey into the dark of his, like, psyche (laughs) and, like, and sexuality and sexuality. And then you're supposed to believe in the end. They just never fucking talk about it again. Like, can you imagine being married to a man and then, like, have this like weird part and you like, walk out of that and make... you never and again, you never, talk never about you're like no, oh no never mind bitch, no, like, t- like 2 a.m 10 years later i'm waking him up and going my god do you remember that fucking weird <laughs> you had? i know i know i know renewal vows and anyway so I like i feel like I feel like there is this very specific part of like Tom Cruise's career when he was like, yes. no, I'm going to make all these like very important Utterly insane films. I know. I mean, so Vanilla Sky is like, I know it's like, it's very pretentious. It's, you know, it's just, he's like a big, like, I represent, I don't know, whoever you like writers and I like, I'm an agent and all this shit. And oh, like, boo. Um, and then like, and then he's like fucking Cameron Diaz, and she's so in love with him, and he's not in love with her, but he's still having sex with her all the time. And then he's just, yeah, and then yeah. he steals, a, he steals a girl from one of his friends, which is Penelope Cruz, and he's so in love with her for just that night. And then he just is like, he's just living the high life too much. You're like, why is he living this much of a high life? And and then, um. But then I bid the whole thing, of course, is that it's all taken away from him and he's, he gets in this insane accident and his face is all fucked up. Um, but, but I just, I, anyways, it triggered all my affairs of, yeah. um, but I already said it, so we know it. Um, and, and I felt, oh my God, I felt so ridiculous. I was like, how could I be triggered over Vanilla Sky? Like, this is... This is, a, is, I feel like, a parody of myself in this moment. Like, that <laughs> I'm actually crying. Yeah. And and then Frank was like, are you real? And I was like, is this real? And I was like, it is. It is real. Um, but it was, you know what, but I survived it and we're all okay, obviously. Um, but Tom, yeah. Cr- well, you know, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. What are you going to do? You know, I mean, I assume yeah. at this point he's had the cells of baby skin, you know, sort of injected yeah. into his cheekbones. So he is yeah. living his own vanilla sky, I would say. I think it's um, great he went back to his roots. I think it's great he did Top Gun too. I think that that I was loved Top one Gun. Me, I love Top Gun. So Have fun. you seen Top Gun? Have you seen the second one? Yeah, no, Top Gun. Top Gun two was so fun. It was so so fun. good. Thank you, Tom Cruise. Go back to your roots. Um, that is yeah. what we want, and um and just don't stop with the stop with the other stuff like i don't know make another no mission surreal impossible. shit yeah like, oh my god i would love it if you made another mission impossible that'd be that'd be incredible um yeah they did the whole thing we were just watching actually rewatching austin powers three and the whole beginning is it's like a fake out austin powers like mission impossible and it well whatever you guys know about that so i don't have to tell you okay okay well we'll get to your sunday 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 and sunday so i was supposed to and i was so excited i picked this day because i had plans <laughs> on a sunday 
I was going to wake up. I was going to, I'm, I'm in the middle of book edits. So I was going to wake up. I was going to do mm-hmm. some book edits. And then I was going to get day drunk at Chili's with my friend Molly. And we have been planning this for I mean, weeks. We love Chili's. We love Chili's. And yeah, I, it's so good. It's so cheap. The, the, the chips and the salsa flow like milk and honey. I am a Chili's rewards uh-huh. member. Um, for Molly's oh birthday, God. I got her, I got her a Chili's mug from the Chili's store that said world's greatest dad Incredible. on it. Oh my and God. so we were so okay. excited. We were so excited for this. And then, um, and then it turns out they need an extra volunteer at the book festival. So I had to go. Oh, and you just, you had to do it. You had to be a yeah. civic duty. Yeah, but the problem was, so I got up there and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do, like, you know, I'm trying to be, like, a good literary citizen. And there's, like, I get up there, there's nothing to do. And then this one lady's like, well, you can go listen to the Iowa Poet Laureate a read. And I don't know if people know a lot about Iowa, but, like, we're a pretty red state. And I was like, oh, yeah. weird, I wasn't aware we had a Poet Laureate. And, uh, and like, yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. Haven't heard much about this. And so I go, and so she's like, why don't you go listen? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like, I like some poetry. And so I go sit down. And if you ever wonder, like, what poetry Iowa's red state governor, Kim Reynolds, would be interested in, <laughs> that she would award <laughs> status. Uh-huh. Well, let uh-huh. me tell you. It's not good. And there was, and so I'm sitting there. And oh, I'm just no. sitting there and I'm like, okay, as I think we've established, like, I, I'm a little aggressive sometimes and I'm not afraid of confrontation, but like, I'm also representing the city of literature. Like, it's a small crowd. Like, I just feel like if I stood up and walked out, that would right, just, that would not be. Okay. out of there. Yeah. 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 Well, I I would be fine with it, but like, <laughs> but like, I just don't want like I, I'm representing right, like I'm a board member, and so I don't want to represent something other than myself walking out. So I'm just sitting there, and it's like one of those things where it's just like, oh my god, I turned forty this year. Is this how I'm gonna spend an hour of my life? But it's like the angel <laughs> on my shoulder that's like. But then, like, there's the angel on my shoulder just, like, quipping, says, you whiny bitch, suck it up. It's 40 more minutes. And, like, the whole time, I'm, like, you know. You're doing the mental math. Yeah. I'm also, like, old enough that, like, I have completely lost the ability. Like, I think you get this in your teens and 20s, the ability to, like, like nod and smile when you're in a miserable Put the face on. And you're yeah, the face on. I don't have the face anymore. I lost the face. I lost the face sometime in pandemic. I don't have it either. Never. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I can't, I'm like sitting on my hands and then I'm trying to look down so that I don't like, <laughs> I don't just like ruin the gesticulating everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, and so then I get through it, praise the Lord, I get through it, and then it's like, oh, it's time for a Q&A, and I do that thing where, like, I oh, had my God. cell phone, 
me. And because like, I was like, I like checked it and I was like, like, again, it's like a small oh, it's crowd. Very like, like it's very serious. It's very serious. I have like, to take, I have to take this. Yeah. And I mouth, I don't say anything, but I like look and I look concerned and I'm like, my kids, and I'm like, mouthing <laughs> it's not my kid. I just want to leave. Of course it's not. So then I like out, just like, and then I leave and I run into this another woman who's like, how was the Iowa Poet Laureate? And I go, it was words. And then she's like, she's like, so funny. She's like, my, it was live streamed. Oh God, I hope people don't go look this up. But they were like, is live streamed. And she's like, my friend was running the video. Like she was in the back room, like running the video and she could see you because you were in the front row. And she was like, and she goes she was like she could like she's like my friend is texting me that she can see your shoulders like visibly going up and i was like she's like yeah she was like she could see like my foot would be bouncing and then i would just stop bouncing it and then she's like you can't cut it out and oh I was like, God. I was trying so hard and I failed. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm mm-hmm. out. And then mm-hmm. I went to Georgia's and had a drink and I read some, um, I read, I'm reading this wonderful book uh, by Erica Berry. It's all about wolves and women and fear. So then I went and read that. And um, cool. that was basically, that was basically, then I went home and that did some chores and went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to I, say that. I have to say that I would say I genuinely did not believe that Republican poetry existed. So guess what? I didn't think that those things, I did not think that those things could actually come near each other. Hillary, have you ever heard a poem where they rhyme Yahweh with anyway? Because... (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm baffled. I'm baffled. And now I have a whole, we have, it's like, you have a whole new part of the internet to research. You're like, it, it no. can't exist, honey. You know, and, and <laughs> not I that I need to know about like, it, but I know now. Yeah. I and know I, now. there's, I was that girl. Like I, you know, I grew up in this culture. Like I have right. a whole yeah, of course. Like, journal filled with, um, I wrote like fan fiction about the flood, you know, I rhymed, I can tell mm, you what mm-hmm. that poem I haven't memorized. It was, God was very sad. All his children were bad. All except for some. <laughs> Noah and his, like, oh, like um, did I write it. that? We loved it. I was, well, yes, I did. Uh, so I yes, so course. there's a part of me that should understand and have like some knowledge that maybe we're all on a journey, but like also, yeah. it's just like like you talk about like things like you know triggering all your bad like memories and responses. I was just like, yeah, I gotta get sure. out of here. Like, you need to say something. I, know, like, I can, some- can I can no longer face this poet laureate. I can't face him. <laughs> Right, I can't, I can't, um, any, I can't, yeah, any I can't. other poet laureate, yeah, oh I my know. god, and so I was just like, okay. wow, I should have just been at Chili's, but I was trying to be a good, a good person, 
But yeah, no. Yeah, and then I came well, back. I hope you get. To, I hope you get to go to Chile soon. Oh yeah, I, I think maybe hopefully next. Hopefully you'll weekend. get to return. Oh good. Oh good. Okay. Um. Well, I so um. We went to a pumpkin patch, but in the most New York way possible. Like we're talking the most. Is it like in a subway version? You know what, Liz? It wasn't far from it because you better believe I took a hayride through an empty parking lot. And I'm not kidding when I tell you that. I am not, I am in no way kidding you that I took a hayride again through an empty parking lot near Brighton Beach. And I was, I, I was actually proud to be there because I was so in awe that they were like, we all paid to be here. Like, like this place is packed and we all paid to be here. And there's children. There are children that are on this hayride that are going to be like telling their friends. They're like, yeah, I took a hayride this weekend. And then they'll say, what did you see? And you know, you'd say, I saw cement. I saw some more cement. I saw an empty parking lot. And I, oh my God, it blew my mind. And, um, and there was a big sign as you got on the hayride that said no pregnant women or bad backs and because it was going to be, because quote unquote, it was going to be a bumpy ride, but you know what? It wasn't a bumpy ride because it was in a parking lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's real. It happened. I have photos. <laughs> I did that. I just... um, but they did. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. But they. <laughs> It was clearly, it was from Florida. It was a traveling, like, instead of a traveling circus, it was a traveling pumpkin patch. I did get to feed a lot of cows, and that made me, that was the part that made me happy, because I love cows very much, and I love their tongues. They have huge tongues that come out, and, like, cows are really good at picking their noses, because their tongues are so long that the tongues can come out and, like, get in a nostril, and I, I think that's fascinating, and I was petting the cows and I, I loved it I fed we fed some cows some goats some sheep some pigs um but I but it was sad I felt sad because I was like these animals should this is bad and I paid to be here you know um and I, I kept we I kept going we we paid to be here you guys like we paid to be here <laughs> um on this not at 14 dollars but I got two free pumpkins out of it so oh, it's, it wasn't a, like, that's fine. you know, so I, you tell me if I, whatever, how much money I really lost that day, but I know I always tell myself it's not real. Um, but, and as we're getting on the hayride, they're playing the song final countdown. And I was like, there's so much happening here. I, I a lot needs to be unpacked about this. Uh, Green Meadows, you know, in South Brooklyn. Um, you can still go if you're, you're going to be listening to this. It's open for the rest of the month. Um, <laughs> take your kids, you know, feel weird. Um, but we actually, we went to a great um, lobster shack afterwards, um, which Frank had, a, had, like, noticed it off the side of the road. And uh, so it was me, Frank, a bunch of friends, Kel my friend Kelsey and everybody. And um, we went to this lobster shack, and it had, like, a gorgeous view of, like, kind of, like, little, what, I don't know if it's, like, whatever that is. It's a little canal, basically. Um, and so it's on the water, and 
loved it, loved everything until, um, I have like, I'm not like great when it comes to food. I mean, I like, I'll eat fried fish and stuff. So like, I, I don't like lobster and crab, but I, I like fish and I like calamari, but everyone at the table like ordered what they called, like, I don't even know what it was called. I know it was clams that were like, st oh, steamed. Everything was steamed. It was like the steamed plate and the clams come and everyone's eating these clams and then everyone starts being like, these clams taste a little wild and like a little like, whoa, these clams are weird. And then I start, I don't like when people use words like this. Like they were call, they were saying, my clam has a big blister in it. And then someone else said, well, the, my clam has, is pretty sandy. And then they're like, mine's really wet and almost, um, what did they say? Really too juicy and slimy. And I, I, I almost threw up in the corner just hearing them. I couldn't, I couldn't open my eyes to hear, to see the clams that they were talking about. I don't like clams. I don't like that they're inside of a seashell. And if, if other, uh, it's okay. I don't shame you for liking them. But these, the, my friends were using vile words to describe. Oh. I never want to yeah. hear that a clam is too mushy. I was like, I'm, I was gagging. Um, and um, Are they I all couldn't dead? believe I actually. No. I know. I was convinced. I was like, I thought everyone was going to start vomiting around me because they were like, mine has a little handle on it. Is it normal for a clam to have a handle? It's like Drop Dead Gorgeous, where they're all vomiting from yes. the sea. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so I was I, I was envisioning as I, I kept my eyes closed for half the meal <laughs> as everyone's yeah. like eating clams. And I was like, I will eat the fried calamari because it feels safe. And then um, and no one died. No one got sick, but I thought they would. And the irony, of course, yeah. is that I got sick because I have severe acid reflux and I forgot to take yeah. my medicine that morning. And uh, that the joke's on me there. And um, yeah. and then I got my started my period, and I came home vomiting and bloated, and on my period, and like just with like a hot water bottle in my um, in my pants. You know, yeah. I just had to sit, sit with yeah. that in my pants, as as yeah. uh, Frank and I watched Scream the Two and Scream Three. <laughs> there you guys put that clam bake right in there. Um, and uh, and that's the rest of my Sunday, really. I love That's Scream 2 great. and Scream 3. Do you like scary... Do, do, I know you're not a big movie watcher, of course, but have you seen the Scream yeah. movies? I haven't. No. I'm the That's worst... No. Okay. I'm That's worst, okay. Um, I'm the worst baby of the 80s. I, I just... I, I just did it. And it's not because I don't want to. I just want people to know. It's not because I don't want to. It's just, like, inertia. Like, I just yeah. forget. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, watch all these movies. I do this thing every year. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. But I'm always, like, I'm going to go see more movies. And so, like, I'll, like, in the sure. beginning of the year, I'll, like, take myself to the movie theater. And I'll, like, like get the popcorn and just watch a movie by myself. And I'll be like, I love this. I'm going to do this. I love movies. And, I mm -hmm. like, as a writer, too, I feel like I get – I'm always in a space where I'm so critical about – so much art but like movies are a space where i just really feel like i can just enjoy it like i just yeah. love like love it like i don't I, there are some movies i'm pretty critical of but like it's usually just like well, i let okay. i let yeah but i have a great time but then at some point i just forget 
like you know and then i just forget to keep doing it so i i I should watch the screen movies um and and i will i love them and and i'm i'm not gonna force you to do anything of course but i love the screen movies actually except for the latest one I, i was a little upset about but um well, I, I'm the opposite of you of that I can't stop watching movies basically all hours of the day. I, I have like a running, um, I just have them on while I work. Um, I, I have my old yeah. box TV here that I just am like always watching yeah. movies. But anyways, I was reminded Screen 3, Parker Posey is in it. And like, I just love her. And she's 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 the best part of the whole movie. She's so freaking funny. Um, but, I love her. you know, and that really wraps up. I know she's so she's incredible and she's um she's very over the top in the in the best way possible in Scream Three, um, but well I yeah because I love I love obviously this month I love spooky I love scary I love a thriller I love you know anything along that genres I was actually tonight before we started recording. And then I was like, oh, my God, why have I not done this? I started to rewatch from the beginning Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Joan Hart. And I was, like, floored by how much I'm loving it. Um, That show, so, that show was, like, one of the first TV shows I'd sneak over to my friend's house because she had Nickelodeon. And we weren't allowed to watch cable. And I would go watch the show at her house. And let me tell you, like, in that movie i think like or that those shows were like my um were my personality like i would buy clothes with my babysitting from the thrift stores and i would use my mom's sewing machine and sew like patches on them like so Mm -hmm, i could mm -hmm. be like oh wait sabrina the teenage witch you want to be oh wait are you thinking of a different one i'm thinking of clarissa explains it all i'm an idiot Sorry. But that's cut it all no, out. that's fine. You're not an idiot. No, we're not cutting it because it's it's in the same realm. Clarissa explains all... it all is obviously awesome as well. You're in they're okay, in so the, have... they're in the they're in the same world together. But I, I this one I like was watching I mean I, I, yes, they're all and they're they're both equal fashion icons, absolutely. Um yes, for girls yes. at the time and and so I don't know if where you can, I'm sure you can watch Clarissa Explains It All somewhere, but maybe it's on Hulu too, because I realized, so Sabrina the Teenage Witch, all of it's on Hulu. And I started texting my sister. I was like, cause uh, my niece, her daughter is eight. And I was like, and she just bought her first witch costume. And I was like, Lily needs to get on the train of Sabrina the Teenage Witch right now, because I think it's going to be insanely empowering and so exciting to her to go watch this like young girl be a witch and like rule the world around her and have a and have a talking cat you know yeah um that's it but anyway i'll let her watch yeah yeah yes yeah i think it's like that's like totally the right era of like in the right age for that show it's like it's so fun and silly but also it's really endearing and she lives with her aunts and it's just so sweet but so, okay, so the way we like to end our episodes here on the pod are um, we rate our weekends. So, if and uh, all the weekends you've had in all your days, where do you place this specific weekend, 1 through 10? Um, 10 obviously being the best. I mean, I would put this at, like, a 6. Yes. Like, I got a great, I got a I great. I think 6 is um, solid. Yeah, it, it was a solid weekend. It did what it needed to do. Um, I mean, I kind of wish I'd gotten day drink at a Chili's and then took a nap, but I sure, didn't. Of course. 
but I mean, like, no, no, no weekend can be everything to all people. I got work done. Mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I ate a mac and cheese and yelled with my friends. I also had like a hamburger at George's and read a book about wolves. I think we did it. I, cr- I cried and cut my bangs. Like, I think we did it. How about you? <laughs> now, if that's not a good weekend, you know, what is yeah. it? I know people okay. are like, so, on the, um, up, like, this is- they're concerned for me. They're like, is Liz okay? You're like, no, this is a positive thing. Crying and cutting your bangs is a positive thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to go similar to you. I'm going to go 6.5 because like I did end the weekend vomiting on my period, which is like a cool (laughs) thing to do. Um, and just being like, (laughs) you know, um, and then, but I did buy my new shoes. I had a great martini and I, and I, I pet a cow, which is always, and again, let's not forget, took a hayride in a parking lot. Okay. Height of my career, really. Um, but I'm going 6.5, um, because my period really brought me down yeah. as it does. Well, um, I, uh, I think that's the most we can have, uh, expect from a weekend. You know, we put so much, many expectations so on weekends. We just gotta let weekends be themselves. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. We've learned that a lot in starting this podcast and, um, we missed Derek tonight. Of course, I'm sorry you didn't get to meet Derek. Yeah. He, uh, I was really hoping we get to hear him talk about, he went to a cat festival recently, which just about, I almost lost my mind just seeing the photos from it. I was like, you were, I didn't, I didn't know cat festivals existed, but Derek, surely he'll be back soon to tell us about it. But, uh, but thank you so much, Liz, for joining me this evening. I was, well, A, I'm just glad we met. I'm glad we met in Minneapolis. Um, you know, it's something like star-crossed lovers, basically. Um, your daughter you know, became my publicist yeah. for a few yep. minutes there. She was really hawking my book all over town, which I was very oh, she still for. does. She still does. Oh, good. She's brought it, brought it to her school and was telling her teachers about it, which is a little like, I mean, oh God bless. God. Like, it's a little intense. Listen, um, because. Yeah, uh, my nephew and nieces have done it too. I, I, she's not the only one. Yeah. Uh, my sister's like, I couldn't stop them. They brought the book to school, and I was like, All right, man, let the let the teachers deal with it. <laughs> so she loves me so much, and I think like one of I, you know I was thinking about this after we met you because I feel like you know maybe we might have been a little like you're cool, let's hang out, and then I'm just like a random woman with children. But like I think one of the greatest <laughs> things. About- and you're like, oh, ma'am, leave me alone. But, like, I think one of the great things about, like, bringing my kids to writing events and literary festivals is just, like, how great, like, writers are at talking to kids like they're adults. And it just makes me feel like I am mm-hmm. not a single parent. It makes me feel like I parent in a community of, like, intelligent, wonderful people who, like, treat my kids like human beings. And it just... I love it. And uh, meeting you was one of those reminders that was, oh, there's so many good people out here in the world and who are watching out for my kids. so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I just, you guys like immediately were like in the UPS store with me and I was like, I love these people. They just came. We wanted your book. It was incredible. I know. I was like, I was thrilled. I was beyond thrilled about your support. So 
it was super cool yeah. and I'm I'm grateful I'm grateful well okay so listeners again you know you've been listening to the weekend of Liz, Liz Lentz and um and you can find Liz her substack is men yell at me and um I'm a subscriber thank god for myself because I've really just in the few weeks just since I've met Liz and, and started reading um her work I, I've just uh, I've really loved and enjoyed it she's so intelligent and funny okay um and um but you can find you can find her on twitter you can find her in so many places and uh read her books and see all her stuff so check her out please look her up that was what'd you do this weekend with hillary and derek and a quick thank you to our band caravella you can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com.